We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to, to be, be better. No, no, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. So, Annie, you know, back in the day when when you were about, I don't know, 20, 21, you know, a youngin. 21, I had a child, so. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Your case, let's say 19 youngin, all right? Were you like, yeah, 19 youngin. And you'd be going out with your friends and your crush would be going somewhere and you wanted to see the crush. So you would make all of your friends change their plans for the night to go to the place so you could surprise and like bump into your crush, you <laughs> know, just the cla- just the casual bump in. Like, I didn't know you were going to be here. This I've definitely so um, been one in the group, but I've never been the instigator. Pers- well, I've never really wanted to bump into anyone that I had a crush on. Oh, I what? That's the move. That's the best move. No, you know I hate surprises. <laughs> I know. My cat, my, my best mate, tried to organise a surprise party, mm. birthday party for me on Friday, and immediately Liam was like, not happening. No. Yeah. Got to tell Annie. You have no, to. No, I don't like surprises. But, I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise if you were planning to the bump in because you want to see your crush. It's still a surprise, though, if you actually find them, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I think that I... Like, it sounds terrible, but I like hanging out with my friends more than boys. Love interests. So yeah, okay. Something. That sounds terrible. I do really like hanging out with my husband. <laughs> but I, I don't know. If I'm with my girls or my friends, it doesn't always have right. to be girls. But, you know, like, I want to hang out with them. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. So, look, I, I agree. Like, at this point in my life, I would not do the the crush bump into, you know. Right. Like, I'm I'm married, okay? I don't need that kind of shit. I'm not going to try and bump into someone. Yeah. But I want to apologise to you because on Thursday I did exactly that. I was, again, part of the group. <laughs> oh. I had had a bit of a fight with my husband and I knew that he was going to be out in Footscray and I didn't want to go home and see him there. I thought it would be better if I do a bump into out, see him, we'll have a few drinks with everyone, and then we'll the fight will just be over without us having to talk about it. Because you can't be too hostile in front of everyone. <laughs> That's it. We'd have to put on airs. And then by the time that the night ended, the fight would be done and dusted. We'd never have to talk about it again. Right. That was my logic. Great, great relationship. Really, yeah. really good relationship. Um, don't discuss your problems. Just um, yeah, just accidentally bump yeah. into them. Well, it's that thing where if you have, have a fight a out, you know, if you have a fight or someone says something, you yeah. immediately want to stay as long as possible. I have the world's best death stare, though. If we have a fight out, I only have to look at Liam and he's like... I'm I'm and that's it. And then he doesn't want to go home, so he'll stay out longer because he's just like, I'm going to be in shit when I get home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. So I was like, we're going to go and we're going to find Palmer in Footscray. And I know that you were with me, and I apologise because I think we went to about six establishments, <laughs> um, just popping. We in. did a pub crawl with no alcohol. We did a, it was the worst. A sober pub crawl. Didn't even have a drink at anywhere. Just popped into every single drinking place in Footscray until we realised they're not either. He's they're lying about where they are <laughs> and they're not out. And they just told us that they were out, or we've missed them somehow. So we ended up having to contact one of the party that they were with mm. and then finding them and hunting them down. And I just feel so shit about that because I would have thought that my crush finding, uh, dragging my friends along to find my crush uh, behaviour was out of my system. 
from about age 21 onwards. But no, it's back. It's back with a vengeance. And I'm so sorry that you got dragged through the mud um, all through Footscray. To great bars, by the way. Yeah. You know, you were like, oh, this is a great place. I will I say stay. it was great because you actually got to see all the bars sober. It's better than a pub crawl because you like, I'm going to come back there. I definitely will be coming back here. Look at that outdoor setting. Look at, you know, that one place had a podcast room. I was like, I know. what are we traveling across the city to podcast I know. for? It was like finding, you know, all these gems in, you know, right on my back doorstep that I didn't know were there. Didn't get to do anything with them, but now I know they're there, but I just want to apologise. I'm so no, sorry. No, you don't have to apologise. That's It was great fun. Was I mean, it felt like a mission. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we went to so many. It feels like, you know, when you try and find the cat, you know, when someone's lost their cat and it's on the cat pole. It's cat pole. No, it's not on a cat pole. It's just on a normal pole. pole. Electricity yeah. pole. And it's like, lost cat. And then you're like, oh, I wonder if it's in my neighbourhood. And you're like looking around, except for a whole nother level where you are like fighting and it's a little <laughs> bit more complicated with human issues. Yeah. It was great. It was like an adventure. It was like a, an adventure in, in a way, yes. But it took a little longer than I'd hoped. And I was, just, by the end of it, I thought I'm over this and I don't know how you girls were just like another one another one so that's good friendship so thank you for supporting no worries me. yeah I'm not used to doing it and I I have not done it in years put yeah it that way because I sort of think at this point in our lives like none of our friends are really trying to accidentally bump into crushes like <laughs> no. they're a little bit yeah I don't know we're maybe grown out of it I'd like to point bit. out my plan worked I saw him out and it was fine and we went home and it was great. So I'm so glad that I helped you then. (laughs) Yeah, because if I'd just been walking around Flitzko by myself. Mind you, you didn't leave to go. The funniest part of the whole story is Palmer left like two two hours or something before we left. So you ended up going sharing an Uber with me home. (laughs) It didn't feel like I'd done the right thing. (laughs) No, it was good because I got to see him in a group setting. We were cool, and then he wanted to leave early, and I thought, well, I've just gone on a pub crawl sober. I'm now sitting here at a watering hole. I will be having a few drinks. Boy, bah! <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good night in the end, but, yeah, thank yeah, you. Mm. I never do that. The only place that I get dragged around now, you know, oh, like weddings when you're not... You know that the reason you got invited is because you're the partner. You're the spouse. Of the person that really... You're the plus one. I, totally. But your name is on the invite because marriage. <laughs> um, and I've like done a few... How would I put it? You know, a few drag arounds now. So you're, yours was fine. I enjoyed yeah. the pub one. But there's like, you know, every now and then you go on a go to a wedding that maybe you wouldn't have gone to, but... Your yeah. partner, you're doing and you it feel obliged, and like you like the people. Mm. You, I, I would never go to a wedding where I didn't like the person, but they're not necessarily like your super close friend. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, true. Mm. Well, I went on. I went to a wedding once that was so far away that we had to get a small aircraft to even get there. Wait, Wait like it was? It wasn't international. You mean a small? So we could either drive for, I think it was going to be 12 hours, no stops. It's like in the middle of like New South Wales, outback type scenario. Yeah. And then, um, and, or we could like get a plane to Sydney, but then we'd have to drive like six hours. Oh, so it's just in the middle of actual nowhere. It was honestly in the middle of nowhere. It reminded me of Wolf Creek, you know, like that movie. Well, it's an actual place too, but that type of thing where 
there's such the a romantic setting for a wedding. Tumbleweed obviously. going across the <laughs> going across the road. You know, and I felt like I got a little bit dragged there. Mind you, I ended up having so much fun. Yeah. Um. I I felt like I got dragged there because I'm afraid of flying. And Liam's like, "You're coming with me on the plane. It's rude not to go." Yeah. But I had to go on a small aircraft, and then I turned up, and I thought I was the ants' pants because I thought, "Oh my god, I look like a Kardashian or like Beyonce or something." Look at me with my private airplane. Yeah. Um. No, it wasn't at all. It was like a small aircraft that was a six-seater so some of us could get there but it didn't have a toilet so we got up in the air and we all felt really fancy and we bought all this champagne and stuff to drink uh, like when we you know on the way to getting there try and replicate a first class sort of P. Diddy um, on a PJ yeah no economy for us (laughs) no it turns out there is no toilet so we drank and drank and drank and then there was no toilet and we're up in the middle of nowhere like you can't. Where do you pay? You can't just park your plane. Well, actually, he kind of did at one point, but you, the esky. So we like had to I'm take sorry, the lid off the esky. Oh my god! <laughs> and I made a makeshift like curtain with our, our blanket or whatever that yeah. we brought. And we had to pee in the esky behind it. Mind you, you're only like two feet away from your other people. People. While you're peeing. Yeah. And a small aircraft, so really not turbulent, but like rocky. You're kind of like on a ship. And I assume you're all sharing the one esky, so there's no... I put the lid on the esky. Oh, yeah, it was like all communal Communal. pee in the esky. All in the one swishing about in there. And I I obviously put the lid on because... We weren't going to have that splashing all over us before the wedding. But, yeah. I assume at this point you stopped feeling like Kim Kardashian. I totally did. But the (laughs) worst part, like, we arrived and um, it was was a bit hoity-toity. The reason we got this plane, by the way, is because Liam won the grand final and um, was invited onto the plane and I just happened to get an invite along, right? So we got on the plane and as we're flying, we can see the like our friends driving uh. like 12 <laughs> hours or whatever and we're like, oh, it's uh. only been two for us or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we landed and I, we felt like so posh. We're like, got a plane, how good So you this? went straight from the plane to the wedding? Yes. To the wedding. We landed at the wedding because they live on a big property. And then because Liam and I are notoriously, notoriously disorganised, like we mm. book everything in the last minute. I know. I know. I'm shocking. Yeah, I it's cannot. Awful. I don't know what, what is wrong with us. But I took for granted that this is like such a small place. We couldn't book you know, um, it's not like going to Bali and there's always going to be accommodation. Yeah. No, they had these like glamping tents, at which we missed out on. They were all already taken with mm. everyone, and we couldn't. We so we called around to like a caravan park or whatever that was an hour away. That was booked out with people, so there was nowhere else to go. There was you? only this like this hotel, this rough, rough, rough hotel, um, who obviously. Never ever had get checked by like any health department standard. health standards, <laughs> nothing because they're just so remote. Yeah, and um, I called them and I said, "Can I, can I sleep at your establishment? Can I, can I please? <laughs> Hi, I'm from Melbourne. Can I please?" Sleep? And this guy was like, "Yeah, no worries, mate. It's fifteen dollars a night." 
And it's like $15. I was That's like, wow, cheap. I'm saving money. He's like, so $15 each, it's 30 bucks for both of us. He's like, but I want to let you know that the price reflects what you're going to get. So... <laughs> <laughs> just letting you know, it's, it's you get what you oh, pay for, and like, you're not paying shit. Really, we, so we went to the wedding. It was so beautiful and so posh and so not really like me. I'm vegan and stuff, and they were all wearing like fox furs because oh. it's like it, it reminds me of like Dynasty? a scene out of. Have you ever seen the movie Australia? And they have no. the like really. Like fancy, yeah, um, yeah. So it, absolutely gorgeous wedding, and they, the bride and groom, loved each other, and it was just the best. I'd hope so, yeah. Uh, except for the foxes, but that's fine. That's you know, kind of cultural differences and whatever. And um, and then we were like, that's really fancy. We'll go to our yeah. hotel to sleep the night now. And Lynn knocks on the door, and honestly, this is it's so. It, oh, do you know what it reminds me of as well? Another movie, um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> okay. That type of a pub. Right. Right. Yep. And we knock on the door and he opens it like the tiniest little amount. And he's like, hello. And he goes, <laughs> hi, we're sleeping here tonight. And he's like, oh, come in. Opens the door. Puff of smoke <laughs> comes out the door because they're all smoking inside, which is fine, but obviously outlawed. Um, now in Australia, not they they, they're fine. And they were all like drinking and rowdy like, and like fighting. It was so stereotypically outback Australia. It was so bizarre. And then we went up to our bedroom. And our bed, like, was just, like, a mattress and it had blood on the bed. Oh! I know. And he had put two coat hangers up just, I don't know, just in case he wanted to hang something. (laughs) No, because they don't have many amenities and they had two coat hangers. Oh, it was communal showers. We want you to... Shut up. Communal showers, but the the tiles were falling off the balls, which is fine. I'm not going to be... Like fussy, I paid thirty bucks, but I tell you what, I wrapped myself in all of my clothing and lay on the top of the bed because I was like, oh my god, and yeah, so there's like blood in on thirty dollars seems deep now. Like, <laughs> it, like at first, I thought that's a bargain, but in retrospect. Yeah. That's not such a great deal. And the towels, the funniest thing is, like, Liam goes, I honestly think I might be dirtier if I have a shower. I said, yes, honey. <laughs> the towels were, like, on, I don't even think they'd ever been washed. They had um, cobwebs in the towels. Stop it. And then I, was, I opened it up thinking, oh, because I could see all the cobwebs on the top. And then I opened it up thinking I was going to flick out a spider. And nah, like, it was fine. There was no spider. But Liam was like, I don't think we should clean. And I'm like... I don't think so either. And so we just, in the morning, snuck down, left our $30, like, on the counter. Now, to be fair, they opened it up, and obviously they haven't had anyone ask to stay there in yeah. probably 20 years. Did you catch the plane home? Yes, we caught the plane home. Fancy plane on the way back from that establishment. That's a uh, juxtaposition. Yeah, and that's how it felt. It felt so really... So what you're telling me is, is that being dragged around Footscray was really not that big of a deal yeah. because you've been dragged. It's all perspective. <laughs> yeah. As in, I always in context, say. <laughs> it wasn't really that bad. It's, it, yeah, this, I have been dragged many a time and I'm totally fine with it. You end up having a good time yeah. anyway. It doesn't even matter where you are. I mean, obviously, if I'm staying at the Murder Inn <laughs> by myself, <laughs> not probably a great time. No. Challenges, Challenges this week. This week oh my though. gosh. 
should I tell you my challenge oh, first? Uh, oh. I reckon I'm going to go first this week. You always go first. It's not true, but... Well, we were talking, <laughs> it's kind of on topic about growing and changing and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. this week, don't laugh. I'm not ever going to No, laugh. you are going to laugh. I did skateboarding. That's so Levine of you and I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. And do you know why I decided to do it? <laughs> because my son obviously does ice hockey mm. and he has started this year and it's not a common sport. No. Right? I mean, it, I mean that's a terrible understatement for someone that's living in Australia. It is very rare to I meet someone that does honestly it. honestly did not even know you could do it in Australia. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't know there, there were are a lot of people that I can tell grew up watching Mighty Ducks wanting to play, but there are Australians who never got the opportunity. Yeah. And I went along, well, I always go along, but this first lesson, um, I was blown away. It was Maliki's first lesson and he's only seven. So it's just like starting Auskick for him. It's mm. nothing. But there was about... 20 adults, adults, that decided to join that day. And they were slipping and sliding and falling <laughs> on their butts and clashing heads and honestly going into the windows, yeah. the shutterproof windows and all this stuff. And they were like Bambi on ice. They really, but they kept getting up. And I was so taken by it because I thought there were so many things that I wanted to do as a kid. Well, not as a kid, not even. But well, those so people many... were obviously living out their repressed Mighty yes. Ducks fantasy because they would have grown up watching Mighty Ducks at the time it came out and now only now realise, oh, I could actually play ice hockey, so they've gone back to do it. Exactly. And so I wanted to do that with skateboarding because my brother was like a, spa- a skateboard kid. Mm, same. And, um, yeah, and I always kind of well I really wanted to do it but mostly when he would go there I had something else on and never got to know. and then it kind of got to the point where I was a bit older I was like 13 and I'm not gonna ask anyone can you teach me to skateboard it's because hard. it's well it's like it felt embarrassing you know Why? Like, well when you're learning things like when you're 13 oh because it's an impressionable young age yes and exactly yeah, so yeah. I never really bothered to do it mm. and watching these adults I thought I'm not I'm going to start actually doing things I want to do and not worrying. And I was <laughs> listening to this um, podcast. I think it was podcast. I can't remember what it was. Um, but it was like an interview with a linguist. And they were saying, you know, with learning languages, that everyone thinks that kids learn languages because their minds are like sponges. That's mm. what everyone says. Kids pick up languages so easy. Their minds are sponges. Their mind blah, 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 blah. sponge. Well, first of all, they don't have as much to think about. As us adults, we're thinking about, you know, like bills to pay and all that sort of stuff. But Mm. she was saying on this um, interview that the biggest thing that stops adults that doesn't stop kids is the fear of embarrassment. And Mm. that, you know, if you go to a class and you don't immediately pick it up, then you're worried that people might think that you're unintelligent or that it'll be really embarrassing. Or if you say the wrong thing, it'll be embarrassing. And and where kids never worry. They get something wrong and Mm. it it just water off a duck's back. They don't care. Yeah, true. And And plus, as adults, you're paying for classes so you're like, I want to see results get my money. immediately. Exactly. And then if you don't, you just think, oh, well, this is a waste of time and I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get exactly. That. So um, I was like, stuff it. I'm going to do it. Maliki had a skateboard lesson because, I mean, he skateboards, but I, I thought, you know, I think he 
He doesn't have a mum and a dad that skateboard. Well, actually, Liam's banned from skateboarding. Yeah, he's not allowed so, to skateboard. Yeah, because if he breaks a leg or something, then he can't play footy. But um, And I just can't. Like, I'm <laughs> no, all you should legs. not be giving no. skateboarding lessons. So I felt bad. I was always like going to the skate park with him and I could, I didn't really. Yeah. But skate park's kind of good because everyone sort of helps out the younger ones and whatever. But I paid for this lesson and then Mally picked it up so well. Mm. I thought, I'm going to get Maliki to teach me how to skateboard then. Like, there you go. There's my money. <laughs> Pay for <laughs> my son to get ed- educated in it and then I'll do it. Yeah. So I soon decided, well, no, I soon discovered that skateboarding takes time mm. and we've got a week to do these podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I have learnt very minimal no. amount of stuff. I did not realise, like, this is... Uh, you've got to put in hours. It's like driving mm. a car. I don't honestly understand... Because my husband skateboards. Everyone I know my whole life has skateboarded and every time I get on that board... Because you're just... There's no... You're just... Ha- you're just you're just floating on a board. I do not understand how anyone does it. I can see them doing it, and I think, oh, that'll be too easy. Mm. No, not at all. I've got nothing to like. A scooter makes sense because you can hold on to the scooter, but with a skateboard, you're just you're just legs yeah. on it. <laughs> you're just on wheels and you're flying around. Like I can't do it. Uh, yeah, it, it terrifies me. <laughs> you look really. I know. Worried, yeah, I saying. I've tried. I do know what you mean. Um, I Kate, start off. I wasn't even riding the skateboard board the right way. Didn't oh, you had it know. flipped around the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, there's Didn't. a nose. There's a nose there, and so a tail. The, the bit that goes higher yeah. is the front. <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I knew like, that. Maliki knew. Yeah. He didn't even need to get taught that. But he was like, Mum, turn the skateboard around. Damn it. So very quickly learnt my lesson. Yeah. Then you have to figure out which foot you put in front. And that took me so long. Yeah. I don't know why I... I, I just forgot. Are you on the board at this time? No, so like... Is it like going, when people do surfboard lessons and they do the surfboarding on the beach, on the sand, and then they throw you out in the water? Kind of a it. little bit like that. Like, Melly was trying to do the thing where he pushed me and then I you step forward with yeah. one foot and then you sort of discover which foot you nah. like favour more. No, nah, I just was overthinking <laughs> it and like falling to the ground. <laughs> yeah, so was like, exactly here you go, it. mum, which foot? Bang, straight <laughs> on the ground. Didn't even use my feet, used my hands. Like... I am not even. Yeah. Um, turns out I'm a left foot front person. Oh, you're. And I'm like watching front. everyone else, and most people are right foot front or something. As in, your right foot's on the board. I don't know. I'm a left foot favored person. I don't know. Fuck. Don't ask too many questions. Like, you're the this one is that's meant to be telling me about I, skateboarding. I just said that it takes a bit of time. Mm. I don't know the lingo. I don't know. But I did. I have like sort of mastered scooting along and I've realised that the reason I actually couldn't skateboard was because I was too eager and you know when you're striding with the foot off the board so you've got one foot on the board and you're striding with the other foot I'm like really powerfully no it's it's just a tap like you're walking Mm -hmm. didn't know I'm like (laughs) full bended knees Mm. Really giving it, like, fanging my board, <laughs> going way too fast, and then I can't stay on it. No. Annie, oh, my God. And then when you're doing the little scooty patootie. Kick push. With your kick push. Yeah. I actually wrote that in my notes, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's not off the yeah. top of my head. Anyway. I know so much about skateboarding, um, obviously. Your toe has to, like, face forward, and then when you stand with both feet on the board, they turn the other way. Yeah. 
Does that make any sense? Am I making yeah, any yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you put your toe that's on the board when you're doing forward, your kick push. Forward, but then you flip to the side. And then you flip to the yeah, side yeah. when you go... Didn't know. Yeah, mm, that's skateboarding. Well, you can't even do it. You're not even on a skateboard. So I've girl, watched many. Uh, yeah, guys it's one thing to watch life. it; it's another thing to actually do it. Um, but then look at me referring to my notes because I actually don't really know off the top of my head. Mally still says things to me, and I'm like, "What?" So like, remember when uh, did you did ballet? Didn't you? Mm. And then they'd say like, um, "Potabore," and you know, and Fancy. you're little, and you're like. What? Or you had a new friend in your class and they're like, what? It's kind of like that. I'm going through that at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, oh, turning. So this is where I'm up to now. Oh, I'm not. To I'm not bloody, you know, doing ollies or anything. But oh, I'm she's, doing, she knows a trick name. Didn't even write that in my notes. <laughs> Fucking, how cool am I? Do a little kick Um, No, a kick turn and versus a carving turn. So... I'm practicing both of those at the moment. So kick turn is where you like lift the front wheels up and you maneuver your board, right? Mm. It's like your actual front wheels come off the ground and then you turn your board. And then a a carving turn is like leaning into the board. And then you can move around. And then you move. That's what I'm Okay. So I feel like I've kind of disappointed the podcast because... I thought when I started out, I'm like, this is going to be so good. I'm going to film myself like being really cool and we'll put it up on our Instagram and then everyone will be like, ooh, look at Annie, like skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Okay, it no. is the most boring footage of a grown <laughs> woman with limbs that are too long for her. Slowly rolling. Slowly, very slowly rolling away. <laughs> and I love it. And then my son going, "Great work, mum." It's like the dorkiest scenario, oh, but I don't care. I so um, uh, what I want to know is when, at what point, will my husband come home from the skate park one day and say, "You will never guess who I saw shredding up." He should be seeing me there anyway. He just doesn't <laughs> hang out in the cool places like I, I think do. he goes to a different skate park. <laughs> yeah, I think one where um, there aren't people learning because he can't. He doesn't want to have to deal with the newbies. So I will say, though, skate parks, like, yeah, you can go to the wrong skate park and there's people that are, like, super keen and whatever. But generally speaking, i so supportive. Yeah. I cannot mm. get over it. I don't know why I've always cared because there are older people, little kids, like the older mm. ones look out for the little ones and everyone's sort of encouraging each other. And people, like, are clapping for people doing, like, for me, just learning to roll. Yeah. And they're like, good work, yeah. And I'm like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> Stop watching me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, like, so supportive. Yeah. And it, it was actually very funny. I um, There was some kids that got off, like, the train or whatever after school, and they were, like, high school kids. And it was, I like, I get of high school kids in public, if I'm being honest. I see kids. them and okay, I well, freak out. I'm like, I all high school kids. Okay, so uh, how do I? I don't know how to say this properly, but there. So there were only primary school kids in the skate park at that time, and they were all little, like yeah. tiny, like seven year olds, like Maliki, really small, like no adults at all. And then these kids have walked past, and they're like in blazers and stuff because sort of everyone, yeah, you know, they're all knocking off, and high school kids all wear that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know how to put this properly, but you can tell that they were punching down, if that makes sense. Like, uh, okay, so I got the idea that they were kind of like the nerds. Okay. Right, if that makes And they were yelling out at primary school kids, like <gasps> bullying them, right? So do you know what I mean? I can see that 
maybe they've been bullied at school or something. Right. And then they've taken it as, yay, we, we're, we're the, the top fish. dogs now. Yeah, we're the big yeah. fish in the little pond. And they didn't see me or the, there was only two adults here. It was me and another mother and we were sitting around the corner and they were all yelling out like, you think you're so cool, like, look at you, like, eh. and all the little kids got a little bit frightened. It um, was so shocking. Yeah. I, and I just thought, there you go, like, there's always, it doesn't really matter the group, there's always going to sort of be bad eggs, no matter, even like, I don't know, like even maybe. But they weren't the, even in the skate park, they were just walking no, past. No, but they stopped at this, they were, went <gasps> to walk past and they stopped losers. at the skate park to yell at all the little kids that were at, in the skate park, pretty much like saying, you know, like, oh, Bullying. you're so cool, like, yeah, it was really, mm, mm, not a fan of that. But the guys mm. at the skate park usually. I so nice. Yeah, really nice. So mm. nice. And I think that it's because. Because they want, because they, they care about the sport. That's the thing. If you don't skateboard, I do feel like some people think like, there is this misconception I think about skaters that they're all just like drop kicks or, you know, mm. like, oh, what's up? Like, don't really give a shit about anything. But they actually genuinely care so much about the sport of skateboarding. And they're always trying to better their game. Like, they're, their form, I'll say, not their game, but yeah. they care so much about it. And if they see a small kid that's interested in it, I'm pretty sure it'd just be like any footballer who would see a small kid and say, yeah, mate, keep going with it. It's really great. Some dickhead walking past might yell at some kids, but that's because mm. they don't know how to skate and they don't care about the sport. But it's so, um, even more than that, I think that, like, I, I don't know if a footballer would be as nice. I think that they'd still be like, uh, we're fighting for positions in a team or like, um, I don't know, like I think that footy players, you know, can be nice. Mm. I'm not trying to say that, but there's something about the skate park environment where it, it, you're all sort of doing your own thing and encouraging each other to get better at their own individual goals. Mm. Like it, and you don't really know where everyone's from, like all their background and they don't yeah. really care. Yeah. Right? I that's the yeah. thing. They don't really give a shit. They're just there to there do their thing. There is some things about the skate park that don't that do uh, that. They that skateboarders do make fun of. Like, I know that. that oh, totally. BMX but, bikers and scooters. Mm. They'll just make the shit out of them. But I. Th- but even but, still, if it's I, for sure. Mm. But even still, like if there's like little kids around on scooters, like no one's no. judging at all. And even adults, like it might be a bit of a ha ha. Like, but it's not. Like, I don't openly know, making not, fun. No, yeah, it's not ridiculing. Well, I haven't seen that, and I feel like I'm getting around the skate park. Yeah, you now. you own the skate park now. Babe. I know, like I'm skate park. I bitch. want you to take it on and really be a skater girl and and skate up to my house one day. I still don't know what to do with my arms. Just like <laughs> every sport, though, you know that. Like, it just. I, Again, it's a they sort thing. of flap as they go it's along. It's a hard thing to pick up. I'm like, good on you for trying it at, at a late age because I, I sure shit. I've known that my time for skateboarding has passed. I'm not ever going to get on the board. Yes, you are. I'm going to help mm, you. I don't know about anyway, that. Anyway, let's go on to yours. My challenge, eh? So, look, my my mum was visiting and from Perth and I hate, I, I hate when people come to visit me. Not... Not because I don't want to see them. That sounds really mean. I do want to see them, but particularly when they come from somewhere like Perth, not Sydney, because if they come from Sydney, they already come from a big city. And in fact, they think their city is better anyway, so they don't really want to see anything that (laughs) Melbourne has to do. But Perth people want it. What can we do? What's great to see? Show me this, show me that. Like I know, 
You're a tour guide. I have no idea. I would like to point out I do absolutely nothing in the city of Melbourne. <laughs> I've been here for five years and I've done nothing. I don't even know what I've done what with do my time. What do you mean? I haven't done, I haven't You've been to the Footscray NGV. Pub call. I've done that recently. So that was after my mum visited. So that doesn't really count. But like I haven't gone to, I've done none, nothing that a normal tourist would do. You know, I don't see, don't even go to good restaurants and bars, which Melbourne's known for. I just go to the same shitholes <laughs> because I'm like, I just, I'm stuck in my ways. So I really was like, fuck, like my mum's coming for a week. What am I supposed right. to do with her? So I was planning on all this shit that I was going to do with her, you know, like a walking tour. But the walking tour was sold out, so we couldn't, we didn't get to do that. Oh. Yeah, there's I've never been on a walking all tour. This. But we would have incidentally been experienced a lot of things that they would see on a walking tour, surely. I've wanted like to... Like laneways and stuff that Melbourne's known yeah, for. Yeah, more about the history of Melbourne because I don't really know it that well as I've only been, right. you know, so you yep. can do ones that are like three hours and they tell you everything about Melbourne and the right. history okay. of Melbourne. Um, so the tourists really probably know more than... Yeah, a tourist will know a lot more than okay. me. Um, so, and then I thought, okay, well, there was this drinking one that I wanted to do and they take you around, like, yeah, all the laneways and they do take you to a few bars, but they... Sh- tell you about all the history of Melbourne's like seedy underground and you know I thought that'd okay. be really interesting now I sold out so I was like fuck what am I gonna do but she didn't didn't want to do anything she didn't want to do any of these things she just wanted to hang out with me which that's the best scenario well yes yes it is because I was like great I don't have to do anything but the the stress then that's that like got on my shoulders because I have this thing I would call, I have a guilt. I have a, a child guilt and it's normally mum guilt or dad guilt. For anyone that like follows me ranting on social media, mm. like I did put up a thing not long ago saying, where's all the dad guilt? Out? Yeah. There was like 43,000 hashtags of mum guilt and there was literally 160 of dad guilt. And I was like, address that, you know, there's a lot more mums and stuff on social media. Yeah, mums love like, the socials. More. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But there's still so many guys out there and I'm like, why? And then I was thinking... It's not even just about the hashtags or social media. I've literally never heard a man say it in conversation. Mm. I've never even heard... Well, you hear it in conversation all the time with women, like all the time. I'm like, where is this? Turns out it actually is a thing and dads do feel guilt, but it's, it's so different. I had never heard... Oh, well, no, I... I never heard of child guilt, but it kind of makes yeah, sense. child guilt. Oh, yeah. What's your child guilt, though? So I moved away to Melbourne, left left my entire family back in Perth, and I was having a great time, you know. Um, I never felt bad about having left, did not. Because mm. at the back of my mind, and I don't know if it was in the back of my mind, that I always thought I was going to go back. I don't know why I didn't feel guilty. But the second I met... Palmer, I started to feel really shit because I kind of realised you know, like, oh, I'm not yeah. leaving now. Like, I'm going to stay and this is yeah. where my life is going. And then I started to feel so awful for my mum because I know how much she misses me and, you know, and I miss her too, but my mum has sacrificed so, so much in her life for me and I just feel so shit that I've just packed up and mm. bailed on her and... 
I had this overwhelming stress that she's going to come to visit because she's visited before. Don't get me wrong. She visited the first time, but that was with, you know, my grandparents and stuff. Yeah. And we did a few touristy things. We didn't really get to hang out and stuff. Mm. And the second time was my wedding. So, you know, barely got to see her. And that was just for the wedding. So mm. this is the first time she's coming. She's staying with me and she's going to see my every day to day life. Right. And the stress of her thinking it's not like she left me for this. You know, I really yeah. wanted her to, sh- to show like my life is really good here and I am happy. But I thought, how am I going to convey this? Yeah. I'm freaking out about it. Spending all this time cleaning my house so it looks like I live a really nice life and, yeah. you know, doing all this shit. And um, she she came to visit and it was great. You know, I took her out. We went drinking. We went drinking a few times. We, we got a bit loose, me and my mum. I would like to point out my mum is exactly like me. You've met her. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. We could be sisters. You would never. She's very similar to me. Yes. But um, we hung out and we didn't We didn't even do anything. Like she was so happy to just, some days we'd just chill on the couch or, you know, just hang out with my girlfriends, go out, not even go out for dinner, but just hang out. And... It was good. It was so good having her because, one, I felt really nice that she got to see my life. But she was saying, you know, I feel really good seeing you in your element. And she goes, it makes my heart really happy to see you this way because I know that you do belong in Melbourne and that you are happy. And it makes it easier for me going home knowing that you're happy. And the... The child guilt, it's still there a little bit, but I feel like I feel a lot better about it now because mm. I think our relationship's, you know, a lot better because I now, she knows everyone when I'm talking about them, for one. So if I say something, she goes, oh, yeah, I know what that was, and that's great. But she's seen my relationship, like, in its natural habitat, which she'd never seen before, and I right. think she, her knowing, like, how happy Palmer makes me and that, that was really good. But as well now, I know that she can just pop round. We've yes. never been able to do that. It's always been a big deal when mum comes to visit or I feel like I've got to do all this stuff and show her and put on these airs and stuff and I don't have to do that anymore. And I feel we're just going to have a much better relationship going forward where I don't really feel super guilty and every time I have to be the one that goes back because yeah. I'm the one that left. Like, no, you can come and visit me. So things are going really well. It was yeah. it was a hard week at first because I really was stressed to the max about the the guilt because I think mm. child guilt does exist. Totally. Well, my mom recently had a um, operation and it was on the other side. Like it was really far away. I don't yeah. drive any of that sort of stuff. And my, I had oh, I was so tied up with my own children yeah. running around after my own children. So you've got child that, and mum guilt. Oh right. <laughs> and I worried because I thought. If I was in hospital having an operation, my mum would be holding my hand mm-hmm. as I was anaesthetised. 100%. Like, there's no way that she wouldn't be there. And she'd probably be there too much that I'd have to say, mum, leave me alone. <laughs> but I could not get to her. And she was in hospital for five days. And I, every day I tried to, okay, well, I'm going to make it work today. And then it, it'd get too late in the day. And I'd have to be back for school pickup or whatever. And I felt so guilty yeah. that I couldn't return the favor of what I feel she just has and still does my whole life. Yeah. And you do, you feel Dude, bad because you just want to like show that you care just as much. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Because sometimes I do feel like. I, there's so much about my mum's life that I don't necessarily know about and I feel so shit about that. 
because we were so, so close when I lived mm. in Perth. And I know it breaks her heart so much that I'm not there. Mind you, she did the exact same thing to my grandma. She packed up and moved her life to Croatia for a guy. So, like, <laughs> you know, we're so similar. Yeah, exactly, pot kettle. Um, but I do always feel guilty that I don't make enough of an effort. And I, I do talk to her all the time, but I always just feel it's just not enough mm. or that, you know... I don't know. It's a really tough situation sometimes living away from I know, your family. Maybe like I I think that in order for me to feel better about child guilt, I've really got to start calling my mum. That's like my yeah. little tip is that I feel like my mum always calls me. Mm-hmm. And so we chat all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've chatted to my mum and stuff. But you got to show you a little but, symbol yeah. that you care by doing it first. Yeah, exactly. Rather than relying that they're always going to call on you. Yeah, like don't miss your mum's birthday. That's one oh, thing. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. But <laughs> definitely, yeah, don't, definitely do don't do that. But yeah, I always try to call her on a Saturday morning because that's like usually I'm free and I know that she's free and I'll always text her for events. Obviously not her birthday, but other events <laughs> I will make sure I send a card to arrive well in advance beforehand. Yeah. You know, I try to lessen the child guilt and... I feel I've made such a huge step forward in the fact that she now is a bit more at peace, yeah. which is how, which helps. Right. Because I feel before she didn't really know so much about my life because she's only hearing it from me. Mm. And now, I mean, when she was over here, all of my friends were so lovely and she was just saying, you know, all of your friends have nothing but good things to say about you. And I'm so proud of everything that you've done and like the life you've made for yourself here that she kind of, She's happier about me living here. She has more peace mm. of mind. My guilt is a little bit alleviated. Still feel bad about the birthday thing, but I am had a really good week with her and now we are at a much happier place. And yep. so I feel like the child guilt is a little bit bestowed away at the moment, which That's is awesome. good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good feeling. And she's now wanting me to fly to Perth because she just got a puppy. So I'm going to see her in a few weeks. Because, That's so yeah, lovely. I mean, she's literally flying me out for a puppy. <laughs> I'm not complaining, but yeah, she just really wants me to see the puppy. But yeah, I feel like we're a lot closer now and I'm I feel really good. So yeah, you're That's right. So good. I will start to make more calls and make more of an effort. I do get that. But yeah, it was good. I feel you know, I didn't have to show her around, thank God, because I still don't know anything about Melbourne. But other than that, you know, it was mm. just nice having my mum to chill. It's great. Yeah. So good. It's my kids are never allowed to leave me though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the thing. If I had a child and it left, I would I couldn't. It's like the mother-in-law thing. You know, everyone's like, oh, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law. And then I'm like, I am absolutely going to be (laughs) that (laughs) mother-in-law. Like, could we stop? Like, never say anything bad about your mother-in-law in in front of me because I almost definitely are going to end up... Mm. Although, yeah. Like, I'm reasonable, but I just... I just... I'm very attached, To be honest with you, though... Before my mum left. So she was here for, I think, five days. And she said, five days is the limit. And I said, what? And she was like, I don't think I could. I think five days is enough for you and me. (gasps) I was like, what? She was like, oh, she's like, you know, getting on our nerves a little bit towards the end. She's like, I think we're good after five days. Oh, no worries, mum. Now I don't have any child killed. Not a problem. Yeah. She was like, that's enough time. I don't need to be here for a full week. Five days is good. Cheers for the uh, vote of confidence there, Mum. <laughs> Good on your mum. Love you. Good ya. on your mum. Tip top's the one. <laughs> Good on your mum. <laughs>